We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to this Father's Day weekend edition of Difference Makers right here on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and somehow I have been privileged to be named the Director of Local Ministries here at True Talk 800, KPDQ, and 104.1 The Fish. If you or any of your pastoral friends would like to join us for a Lunch and Learn to find out all about the different ways that radio ministry can help out you and your outreaches, please Email me, Mike Lee, at kpdq.com to RSVP for our absolutely free Pastor's Lunch and Learn. It's coming up right here at the KPDQ studios, Thursday, June 26th from 11 to 1. And speaking of pastors, someone I wouldn't mind if he were free to come out and join us is on the line right now. He is Mike Silva, the founder of Mike Silva International. How are you today, Mike? Hey Mike, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm I'm uh, talking to you from beautiful rainy Central Oregon. <laughs> Welcome to the Pacific Northwest. I guess how are you yeah. enjoying it out there, Mike? We love it. We absolutely love it. Thank you. And it's uh, it's it's raining now, but uh, it'll blow over and be sunny pretty soon. I'm sure. It's certainly a beautiful area. I love visiting my wife's side of the family when we've gone out there and trekked out to what seems even more like God's country. When you get away from the buildings and the cityscapes and you just look at the mountains in, on the horizons in the background, it's really quite uh, nothing like it. I find it very disarming for me and really making me stop and look at God's great earth and the things that I often take for granted. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, that's great. Thanks. So tell us, how long have you been out in Central Oregon, and how has the transition been? We've been—it's just been a couple of years for us now uh, to be out here full-time, um, and the transition, like what you just said, it, it's very easy to fall in love with the place, the people, and and uh, and the beauty that the Lord has created. So things are just going so well for us. So because it's Father's Day weekend, I don't believe that there are any coincidences. And you and I had stumbled across each other over the years. Uh, I think one of the biggest splashes you made was the Willamette celebration several years that back that a lot of people uh, had heard about and gone to. So would you like to give us a little bit of a background about Mike Silva International and how Willamette celebration came to be? Well, uh, Willamette celebration, uh, the Willamette celebration came to be because it was it was the vision and a dream of um, uh, of a man that is actually home with the Lord now. He was a Gideon, and uh, and he just had a he just had it in his heart and said he had been praying for years that something would happen in that area where all churches could get together, everybody be on the same page, everybody praying for the same goal and be able to see the gospel proclaimed in a larger way in the greater Albany area. And so, um, sure enough, I mean, before he even got to see it, uh, it, it happened, and, and the Lord brought his prayer to fruition. When a couple of other businessmen, uh, one of which is a very special friend of ours and has been a board member with us and, uh, and just partners together in ministry, 
And when he got the vision of what that could be like, it really came to be because of some business people in the Albany area that said, yes, let's proclaim the gospel in a big way. And in a big way is a bit of an understatement for me. If I remember correctly, weren't the numbers somewhere along the lines of 14,000 people attending this? It, it was each night, yes. So I, I think we had a, a total of, of, uh, of oh, in the mid-30s, I think, in the, uh, for, the, for the two nights. It was, it was a real surprise even for us. And I remember you had several different artists that we had played on our sister station, 104.1 The Fish, over the years, the biggest of whom, in my memory, being the Newsboys. And that was in the um, probably toward the beginning of the Michael Tate age of lead singer. Is that correct? It was. Yes, yes, that's right. It was. And it was, uh, they were just, I mean, they were just huge. We had some country artists and, and, um, Switchfoot, I think, and you know, I can't remember exactly all the people now, but it was it was kind of the best of the best, and uh, the people came out, and it was just sensational. Two things stand out to me: not simply the entertainment aspect and the living it type Palau Ministries and and Tim Burns, and incredibly entertaining people who not only are excellent at what they do, but share the gospel through their talents. But this was a, a free admission event, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> It was. It was. It was uh, paid for by the the specifically the business people in the community and and uh, and some churches and individuals. They they paid for the entire event, of which uh, we're just so grateful. And there's some ramifications of Willamette celebration that still happen today with Serve Inc. and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, different things that happen and that are continuing in the Albany area. So we're real grateful. You have a lot of great connections. At one point, uh, you were housed out of the Louise Palau Association uh, in the Beaverton area. And in addition to that, this kind of all came into the season of service, city serve uh, compilation. And what I love about it most, Mike, is the fact that when I was growing up, it seemed like churches never worked together nicely. The The mm-hmm. most we ever got together with our sister Presbyterian churches back on Long Island, New York, was to play softball, and we generally didn't like each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whereas Where's nowadays, I love seeing what you do at Mike Silva International. I love what CityServe does. I love what Compatch Connect does. And the church is not about an individual congregation or denomination or group of people. The church is combined Christ followers. And I think that once... We show that more and more, whether it's in the public school setting, at DHS, um, in, the, in the marketplace. I think that's going to speak more than some of the most artistic presentations that we could put before people, particularly those who did not grow up in the church. Mm-hmm. I think you're exactly right, Mike. I think that when people see uh, cooperative efforts like what they saw in Albany that year, when people see those kinds of things or things that uh, Mr. Palau does all over the country, they've just finished last weekend in Alaska. When people see those kinds of things, I think it sends a signal loud and clear to non-church people that, wow, the, the church is bigger and more powerful and more capable of doing more things than I ever thought. And so uh, I just think it's a great positive message that uh, it takes a team to make things happen and and that's really what happens in cooperative uh, evangelism to be able to reach a city. And not only do you work well with other surrounding ministries, but Mike Silva International in and of itself 
has continued to grow over the years. So tell us what's been going on since Willamette Celebration. Well, we've had, uh, we go overseas um, a couple of times a year to do um, large-scale events overseas, and, and it's just the joy of my heart. I mean, Mike, I'm just, in the simplest form, I'm, I'm just a little missionary that, that, uh, that has a fire shut up in my bones that I have got to tell people about Jesus. I mean, there are, uh, there's this wrong with society, and there's this wrong with the church, and there's this wrong politically, and there's this wrong in Iraq, and there's this wrong in everything under the sun. There are things that, well, we should fix this, we should fix that, we should fix this, etc. But when it comes to sharing the gospel, I just, I just feel like there is nothing more critical than that. I just feel like when we're proclaiming the gospel, when we are lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ and saying that he's not just an answer. Jesus Christ is the answer. This is God's Son, and I have got to get that message out. And so uh, in, in a variety of languages and multiple countries, we, uh, we seek to do that. And it's, it's pretty simple, but I'm telling you, it's, it's the greatest joy of my life. Well, one of the things I love most about you, Mike, is your passion. This quite obviously is not about Mike Silva, but Mike Silva International is about proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ and pointing you toward him, no matter where you are in life, where you started, where you came from, or where you might be going, that Jesus is indeed the answer, not a way, but the way. Mm. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. And as we think about this weekend, Mike, and Father's Day and all of those things, I, I think maybe sometimes fatherless men uh, today, and maybe even fatherless young men that could be even listening right now, they may feel like, you know, I, I never had the coaching that I wish I would have had. I never had the, the example in my home that I wish I would have had. I, I grew up in a, in a blended home or something, and so there's been animosity and bitterness and hurt. And, you know, so I, I better just get a job and work with my hands. Not that there's anything wrong with that. In fact, the scripture says, good for you. Get a, get a job, work with your hands, and live at peace among all men. But I'm just saying that, that no matter what we do, whether we work with our hands or whether, we, uh, or, or whether we do something in our church and in the fellowship that you're a part of, every man, every individual, whether you have a father or not, you can make an impact in life. And the reason why is because God is the father to the fatherless. And those aren't words on a page in Psalms for me. That is reality, uh, Mike, in my life, as you know. And I, I'm just so pleased that we can talk about that subject uh, on this program. Well, when we return, Mike Silva, founder of Mike Silva International, we've gone over the many great things you have done on this earth in the name of Jesus Christ. But what I want to do is get back to why you do what you do, in particular on this Father's Day weekend, how someone who grew up without a father like Mike Silva is making such an impact for the Heavenly Father today. You're listening to Mike Silva of Mike Silva International on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and Mike Silva, the founder of Mike Silva International, is our very special guest today. Check him out on Facebook under Mike Silva International. He tweets at at Mike Silva Live, being his Twitter handle. And you can call the office at 503-614-1552. 
So, Mike, on this Father's Day weekend, uh, you've certainly done a lot for the ministry over the years, but I'd like to go back to your background and where initially did you come to know the Lord in the first place? Well, I, I actually came to know the Lord as a, as a young man of 10 years of age, and uh, we, we kind of had a religious background, Mike, as, as many people do. Uh, as far as ethnicity, I'm, I'm Portuguese in background. My name and ethnicity is Portuguese. My father was Portuguese. And, uh, and so we were a religious uh, family. Um, my parents were, were, you would call them, religious. And, uh, but, you know, didn't go to church <laughs> during my uh, first initial years, that's for sure. Never, never went to church. My father was killed uh, unexpectedly coming home from work uh, one, one afternoon. And um, and so he was hit and killed, and so I, I grew up, and that happened when I was six. I had just had turned six years of age. So grew up in a single-parent home. My mother raised myself and two older sisters. I came to know the Lord because a, a little community church began to just reach out to my mother and just begin to love her and love the, the, our family, uh, ultimately loved us into the kingdom. So uh, there are a host of people that have been one to the Lord by great and mighty, famous, popular, book-writing, movie-producing individuals, and that's sensational. But I, I'm, the product of, uh, I'm the product of a little community church in a little country town where people just absolutely saw a need, uh, a young widow at 31 years of age and three small children of whom I was the youngest, and they literally loved us into the kingdom. And then at 10 years of age, I said yes to Jesus Christ. And so uh, that's my story. And you know, Mike, if, if Almighty God could find me, He can find anyone. And maybe there's someone even listening today that would say, wow, <laughs> maybe the Spirit of God is speaking to them even today. Then I would say, yes, this is your moment. This is your divine opportunity. Keep listening to the program because uh, God knows who you are and exactly where you are. And he loved us even before we knew or loved him, to the point of sacrifice and death of Jesus on the cross. I don't know why, but this Cutlass song just popped into my head, Mike. It's called Never Too Late. And part of the lyrics read, it's never too late to call on him, whatever you've done, wherever you've been. All your mistakes are covered by grace. And as long as there's a breath left to take, it's never too late. I love that song. And I love that, I love that message of hope, which is what you bring with Mike Silva International, and you do more than just big festivals, don't you? Uh, we do. We uh, we serve in a church in Central Oregon right now, which is uh, which is a great honor and privilege for us to be able to shepherd and care for and love uh, the Bride of Christ. It, it really is an honor, and uh, we have the privilege of doing that. We still speak at different uh, conferences and camps and churches and. Uh, and things in the area. In fact, I was just uh, a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I were at Grace Point, a very, just a incredible friend of ours, Mike Fleischman, Pastor Mike and Kim Fleischman, and they're there at Grace Point in Milwaukee, uh, Oregon. So we got to be with them. I'll be at the Creation Festival uh, in Washington this summer, looking forward to that, doing some Promise Keepers conferences still. I've been doing that 20 plus years. And, and uh, so we're, we're still out there uh, being able to represent Jesus Christ, and it's a great honor. Uh, the word complacency doesn't seem to be in your vocabulary, Mike. I'm so glad that you <laughs> and the family are Foolish, continuing yeah. to get out there. 
exhaustion and foolishness, maybe, but not complacency, no, sir. <laughs> not at all. So do you like having a lot of uh, the family working directly with Mike Silver International? How does that feel? Oh, I mean, Mike, it's, oh, it's, just, it's just the best. I mean, and we even think about Father's Day coming up. I, and I just, I tell our daughters, you know, Mike, we have four adult daughters, uh, son-in-laws, grandbabies. Uh, but I, I'm able just to share with the kids, you know, now we're at the place where it's our children that are giving back to us, blessing us, affirming us, endorsing us. And, and I'm telling you, we, we have people, of course, that, that serve at the church and serve in the ministry of, of MSI that their, their last name is not Silva, you know, and that's a wonderful privilege. We've got the most incredible team. But I want to tell you, just to have our, our family, our children, to have them even want to be with me in the same place at the same time, I mean, it's, it's pretty much a miracle for me. And so that, that is the greatest joy in the world. John, old Grand Pastor John said in 1 John chapter 5, the greatest joy in all of life is to know that your children are walking in truth. And so, Mike, I, I would just say, boy, that would be my prayer for every one of our listeners, that that's what they want more than anything else, is to have the hope and the knowledge and the and experience the joy that our children and our children's children are walking in truth. And so this Father's Day, I, I would want to give that message to all of those fathers, all of those listeners out there, that uh, that you would be able to realize that this year, and that KPDQ could maybe have a part of that and help you uh, be able to reach those and encourage and affirm those that currently are away from the Lord, but that they would come back to Him this year. This would be the change. This would be the year that that would happen, because it is the greatest thing in all of life. And it truly is never too late to start over again, no matter what you've done, or haven't done over the years. But I really have to echo your thoughts. At this stage of the game, I would have no greater pleasure in life than seeing every kid under my roof walking with the Lord. And it doesn't matter what they end up doing. I'd like them to obviously be educated, hardworking, athletic, musical, or whatever, uh, productive members of society. However, Mm -hmm. if they walk with the Lord, that's pretty much the biggest badge of honor that I would hold on this earth outside of just walking with Him and doing well by my wife, I would think. It is, it is the greatest for us, and whether we're, whether we're serving at our church or serving internationally as, uh, as missionary evangelists and in front of large groups of people, but I'm telling you, as soon as you jump off of that platform, as soon as those bright lights go out, and as soon as the sound system gets shut down, taken down, packed away, and moved to the next city, then, Mike, it's, it's, uh, it's the hugs of those girls and my son-in-laws and those grandbabies, and and it's uh, thanking God together, walking with Jesus together, doing the hard stuff together, living life together. That, that, is, that is my greatest joy and greatest accomplishment. It's, uh, it's, those, it's our family. It's our daughters and, and now son-in-laws and grandkids. As founder of Mike Silva International, Mike Silva is very well known for his ministries and his outreaches, both here in the States and especially overseas. But God kind of gives us a, a lot of different gifts, friends. So if your gift is calling the old lady across the street to see if she's doing okay mm-hmm. during a heat wave, or, or maybe helping somebody out at the bus stop, or, mm-hmm. or, or being like Mike Silva's community growing up, 
where mm. you love on a family that needs just a little more love. You are speaking the love of Jesus into them. So we don't yeah. all have to have the same gifts. In fact, we had better not. God made us all very differently. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we need to actively, intentionally, and purposefully use that which he's given us for the time that we're still on this earth. Mm. So that yeah. being said, Mike Silva, can you tell us besides your town and community growing up, what are their mentor or father figures that you've had, not only as a youth, but, but growing up and launching Mike Silva International in the first place? Uh, well, it would go all the way back to childhood, Mike, when, when uh, if you think about it, when, you, when you, your father passes away and gets taken out of your life at that age— so the first time I ever shot a gun, um, it was not it was not my father who taught me that. He was already gone. The first time I got up on water skis and then eventually a water ski, it wasn't my father. He he was already gone. First time I threw a baseball. First time I shot a basketball. Played football. First time I learned to snow ski. None of that was done. First time I got on a horse. None of that was done uh, with my father. It was it had to be other men. And and by the way, just Mike, it's just my personal opinion. I you know I don't consider myself a great theologian, but I want to tell you, as I have processed this for years now, when the Scripture says, when God said Himself, "I will be a father to the fatherless," how does He do that? That is my question. How does He do that? And to me, the answer is God appoints, anoints and specifically places in our lives other individuals, in, in, my, in my case, and, and because of the topic we're on, other men specifically, other men that will step into the lives of, of fatherless boys and be able to help them fish, ride a horse, play baseball, play football, how to play basketball, uh, how to do men things. God will place other men in our lives. And frankly, for me, Sometimes it was Christian men. Sometimes it was non-Christian men. The older I got, the, the more I walked with Christ. Uh, it was a youth pastor who had an incredible relationship with his father. He had a major transformation on my life. Then I went to Bible college, and it was the, the pastor at the church and the president of the college. Profound, profound impact on my life. And, and so it has been. From uh, from individuals that are some of the some of the most special uh, Christian authors and uh, and leaders in our nation today, from Joe Stoll, Max Licato, um, you know, Coach Bill McCartney, uh, just on and on and on. People that I have read their books: Dennis Rayner, um, uh, Gary Rosberg, Bruce Fong at at uh, Dallas Seminary. I mean on and on and on, every one of those people, as I've had the opportunity through the years, I grab the books that great fathers have written, and I digest that material, and that has helped me to be a better father. And so um, I know that if you're out there listening to uh, KPDQ today and you're saying, but I don't have a father, how can I do this? The answer is you find people that have been successful and then you take everything you can get, man. You, you take the cream right, right off the top. Leave the rest, grab the cream. It's always worked well for me. Words of encouragement, faith, and of fatherhood from a man who grew up without his father. This is Mike Silva, the founder of Mike Silva International. Find out all about the ministry at his website, mikesilva.org. 
More with Mike next as we continue with Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to a very special Father's Day weekend edition of Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with Mike Silva, not only the founder of Mike Silva International, but also a man who grew up without a father in his own life. But he had mentioned some of the mentors, the community around him, and authors and speakers that have been father figures toward him. So, Mike Silva... You're not only a a reader, you're a bit of a writer yourself. So I wonder how many people and how many generations will have been touched by some of your writings. And can you explain some of the books that you put out? Um, Okay. (laughs) Mike, I'm a lot better reader than I am writer, that's for sure. The the last one we finished was was kind of a cooperative effort with all four of our adult daughters. And uh, the title of the book is Number One Man, What Every Dad Wants and What Every Daughter Needs. And uh, and it's just it's just a self-published little uh, little book that uh, we sat down with all of our girls and I and I asked the question that was it was sometimes it was sometimes we cried when we put it together uh, sometimes I was embarrassed by the mistakes because I said girls be honest if we're gonna do a book I, I don't I don't want this to come across like uh, you know like your dad's the perfect individual here share the things that I did wrong. Share the things that I did right, but share the things that I did wrong. I will then share the things that were tough about raising you. Uh, if it's okay with you guys, you be honest about me, I'll be honest about you. Because there was one daughter, Mike, one time, I mean, she was absolutely killing us in the teenage years. <laughs> that, that's an understatement. And I looked at her, and I said to her one time, I said, sweetheart, let me ask you a question. All I want out of life, let's just keep it real simple. All I want out of life is I want you to treat your mother and I the way you treat your friends. That's all we want. Just just treat us like you treat your friends because you treat your friends like they're dynasty. And we feel like you're treating us like we're trash. So I just want you to treat us like you treat your friends. I can remember a different daughter at another stage in her life. We had to share with her, sweetheart, I've got something I want, to, I want you to write down and think about, and that is this. Are you the kind of daughter that you're going to want to mother someday? And as she wrote that down, Mike, and as she pondered that thought, when her eyes came up off the page and she looked at me, are you the kind of daughter that you're going to want to mother someday? I'm telling you, ding, ding, I knew that I had gotten through to her. I knew that I had gotten through to her. And so that's been something that I've been able to share with teenagers all over the country and all over the world, that teenagers ought to think about their attitudes. Teenagers ought to think about the way they treat their parents. And if, and if, uh, and if, and if we want to be, I mean, if someday we're going to have our chance. What goes around comes around. You reap what you sow. Uh, we all know that to be true. But I, I just want, I would have a message for teenagers today that, it, that would be exactly that. Are you the kind of son or daughter that you're going to want to mother or father someday? Because, my friend, you will get your chance. So if that's the kind of book that would be helpful for you, it's, uh, it, you can get it, I think, on our website. Uh, and it's just simply called Number One Man, What Every Dad Wants, What Every Daughter Needs. And that website address is MikeSilva.org. That's MikeSilva.org. The name Silva is spelled capital S-I-L-V-A. So let me turn this around on you. Did they ask you, do you think you're the kind of parent that a daughter or son would want? And did you have to answer that? I, I, I did, and the question, and the answer was, I feel like I, I feel like I failed more than I've 
succeeded. I feel like I haven't been uh, the perfect father. I feel like, Mike, because of my life, I feel like I, I traveled too much. I worked too hard. Uh, I felt like that. And I shared that with the girls. And, uh, and their response to me was, Dad, but, but when, you need, when, when we needed you, you were always there. And when you were gone, you were gone. But when you were home, you never missed a recital. You never missed a softball game. You never missed a basketball game. You never missed a track meet. I even had one daughter that loved choir, and so <laughs> I, I would I would rather go to a, a softball game than go to a choir concert for me personally. But uh, but I was there. I was there, and I wanted to be there for each girl. I wanted to support each daughter, and uh, I took them with me one place a year, anywhere and anywhere that they wanted to go. And so. Um, so our girls have had the privilege of, of being able to travel uh, the world and see some unbelievable places. And, uh, and so did I miss a couple of parent-teacher meetings? Absolutely. And that's what I felt so bad about. But did we try to make it up in some other areas? Absolutely. And that's what I'm grateful for. We will never be perfect on this earth as parents or mentors or uncles or aunts or mentoring type figures but i love the fact that you were able to kill two birds with one stone going all these on all of these trips that you've gone over the years anyway to be able to take one kid at a time here and there and experience that together must have been filling you up with lifelong memories huh Mm, absolutely i mean i i remember when one particular daughter she she chose new york city i mean she wanted to go to new york city and that's when we we went to a particular church there and ministered in a, ch- a specific church there. Uh, Mike, they have 12 congregations at the one church, all a different linguistic group. And, uh, and it was in Flushing. It actually was in Flushing, New York. And I'm telling you, they, they said something about in a 14-block in a radius, there's, there's 2,600 languages that are spoken or something. I mean, it, you go to New York City, I mean, even today, that was years ago, even today, you go to New York City, and I'm telling you, the entire world is represented and lives in New York City. It is unbelievable. So, yeah, they, they've been able to experience some pretty cool things. So she picked a smart place to go to. It's not like she went to, you know, Tacoma or something. <laughs> she really went on the elaborate sides. So I'm, yeah. I'm thankful that you're able to spend that time together. And I'm also kind of feeling convicted all at once because – I had a previous job. You mentioned how our job can take away from our focus. But uh, yeah. my wife threw a real uh, zinger at me one day. She said, you know what, Mike? Sometimes when you're here, you're really not here. But yep. fortunately, God's grace abounds, and we can start over on a day-to-day basis and give better attention and turn off the phone and the iPad and the laptop and truly fully engage while our kids in this limited season while we still have them underneath our roofs. Absolutely, and it—I mean, everybody says that. I please, I pray, Mike, that the that the listeners, KPDQ listeners, will not take this as trite. But it really does go so fast. I mean, so unbelievably fast. And then I look back and I see, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done this. But I, I just want to encourage every dad out there. Um, even if your father less, or you're not a dad and your father less, I would encourage you to uh, listen to the ministries and the radios and the and the Dennis Rainies and the the people that write about 
uh, about parenting and about marriage and about family and just take in every resource you can. You may not have a father as an example uh, for your life, but you can read the lives of other people, and that will inspire you. You'll learn from them. And then in addition, you can pray. You can ask God, Lord, give me a man in my life. Give me somebody older than I am. Whoever we are, whatever age you find yourself, God, give me somebody older than I am that has been down the path that I am yet to go down, someone that has already been down that path, and they would be willing to turn around, look over their shoulder, and coach me through the difficult things of life. Ask God to give you a man like that, and I can tell you from experience, Mike, that when God says in the Psalms, I will be a father to the fatherless, that's how he's done it for me. It hasn't been one man, it hasn't been one ministry. It is many people, and as my needs change through the years, the individuals have changed, but God has been very faithful to provide them. Right now, I just want to say publicly to uh, Dr. Luis Palau. Mike, what would you uh, like to say to him? He has loved me, and I think Mr. Palau might... I think he believes in me more than I believe in me. <laughs> he certainly does, and you've given him a lot of reason to be proud of you. When... Uh, when someone like Luis Palau and Kevin call you up out of the blue and say, oh, by the way, you're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. We're talking, this is Luis Palau. This is the Spanish-speaking Billy Graham. He's the rock star of the, the big evangelism events of our era, at least in my opinion. And you have done well. And, and you haven't done well because you are a great guy and speaker and you're passionate, which all of which you are. But you've done well because God has chosen you and put in certain tools in your hand, and you have decided to move forward and actually use them. And I think sometimes we get in such of a mindset that we wish we were somebody else. We wish we had that guy's testimony. Oh, look at him. He, he came from the deepest, darkest dregs of society. He's got a great testimony. I grew up in suburbia. My testimony stinks. I wish I was someone else. And yet God's going to use us where he's going to use us. Exactly. He's going to exactly. use the speed thrash metal Christian band at the skate park in Battleground more effectively than he's going to use me in my little minivan, which yeah. is not to say that what I am is any better or worse or more or less than that. But God puts people in other people's paths like he's put all of these people in Mike Silva's path over the years mm. yeah. to be the father for him mm. on this earth, even though. Your own father passed away when you were such a young child. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, do you think and, it's and, different for boys and girls? Uh, do I think it's a different? I, you know, of course, not thinking and knowing and, and having experienced the uh, the female side, I would say uh, only watching my two sisters, only observing my two sisters, I can say that yes, it's a little different, but yes, it is equally as devastating and, and tough. I mean, um, it, it just, it, with my sisters as well, it's just, uh, it's just been an ex, uh, an, a, a tremendous experience to try to uh, live our entire lives in overcoming the loss uh, of this kind of thing. Mike, did you know also, one more thing about Mr. Palau, did you know that Mr. Palau, Luis Palau, is fatherless as well when he was 10? 
his father uh, died and, and uh, died, and so he grew up from the age of 10 on without a father. And so probably that piece has connected us uh, in, a, in a powerful way, me more than him. I mean, when I, when, I, when I hear him, see him, watch him, travel with him, serve with him, minister with him, it's just a constant reminder, wow, look what God has done to a fatherless son of his. And uh, so Luis Palau has been a tremendous, tremendous encouragement in every area uh, of my life. And to especially Mike Silva, the founder of Mike Silva International. We'll be right back with Mike next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Read all about it at MikeSilva.org, the Facebook page Mike Silva International. And our very special guest at the moment is the founder, Mike Silva. So how are you holding up today, Mike? Doing okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, doing great. I am I so enjoying your passion and your sharing yeah. with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be your guest. I love your show. Love the, love the whole theme, Difference Makers. Uh, I don't know why you invited me to be a part of this one, but it's a, it's a great privilege. I love KPDQ. Grew up with you guys and uh, as a graduate of Madison High School on 82nd in Portland. It's, uh, uh, it's, been a, uh, it's been a radio station and a program that has uh, led me for a lot of years. And so I, I just want to say thank you to the station as well. Well, I'm thankful for the fact that we could be a small part of ministering to you through True Talk 800, KPDQ, and The Fish. And there's so much new technology that we didn't have when I was growing that allows you to listen online, on a free clip app for your cell phone. And yeah, it's it's neat to be able to know that you're touching people not only in your own broadcast area, but throughout the state, the country, the world when it comes down to it. Mm. So, is yeah, part of you a... always going to be a Portland boy or what? Do you, do you, I know that you enjoy pastoring in Central Oregon now, but do you miss the Portland metropolitan area? Uh, you know, at times, but uh, but I got to tell you, I've never. It's like an old boot, Mike. I mean, I I come home, I've traveled around the world and go different places and big cities and airports and a lot of folks and a lot of crowds and a lot of deadlines and a lot of pressure and and I come home to Central Oregon and it's, it's like putting on my my oldest pair of cowboy boots. I'm telling you, they just it slips. It, my foot just slips right in, and I feel like ah, oh, this is just this this country was made for me. I, I love it that much. <laughs> I'm ecstatic for you. And having moved out from New York about six years ago, I don't fit in here, but it's home. This is where God's called us. Uh, my yeah. my kids' three grandparents have now moved out here as well. They get to grow up across town from their cousins. And yeah, it's certainly beautiful here in the Pacific Northwest. This has yeah. indeed become home. And and home isn't necessarily where you're most comfortable by any means or the place that makes you happiest, but where does God call you and what are you doing where he has called you? And in your yeah. case, it seems like you get the most of Beth, best of both worlds. You're not only uh, running a ministry out in Central Oregon, but you're still getting to, to travel and see the world. So for that matter, do you ever wake up like a rock star, look up at the ceiling of the hotel and have absolutely no memory of what town or city or country you're in? <laughs> you know what? All I'm going to say about that one is it takes one to know one, Mr. Lee. So for you to even ask the question, you've got to have felt like that. Uh, you know what? I, I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but in previous job, I had some MC duties in front of Creation Northwest, and I sharpied on the palm of my hand Seattle so that I wouldn't say the usual, good evening, Portland, and put my foot in my ass. I was really quite yeah. pleased by myself by uh, yeah. successfully knowing what city I was in and not botching that. <laughs> Way to go. 
So uh, we are talking about the difference between men and women. And my old great church in New York had a tradition which built up over the years where they would honor mothers on Mother's Day. And eventually that kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger to here's a basket for the women with the most females, uh, women with the most relatives shown up, the mom with the most relatives, the oldest mom, the newest mom, and the latest mom of an adopted child. And it was a great thing. But somewhere down the line, I certainly knew a lot of people who would simply avoid church on Mother's Day Sunday because they just couldn't deal with it. And my imperfect theory and observations over the years tells me it's different for guys. Because we develop our own substitutes when it comes to mentors or family. And for a lot of it, unfortunately, myself included, career has been a large part of it. Maybe it's athletics or music or or gangs or substance abuse or things like that. So growing up fatherless, can you give us any observations of how we can, whether or not we're the related father of someone else, how we can share that love of Christ, that Abadati father love, with those around us. Mm. Absolutely. I, I, and I think two, two things might pop into my mind is, number one, if, if, if whether you're fatherless or not, our number one goal, pattern, uh, passion, and driving force ought to be, I want to know Christ. I want to spend time in God's Word. I want to be God's man. I've I got to get close to Him. I've got to know Him. I want to know what he wants and how he thinks. And the way I know that is by taking in the Word, listening to the Word, reading the Word. That's number one. And when we do that, then everything else, we're set up to be successful in everything else. As it relates to your question specifically for the fatherless, I I would say this. If, If you're a man, whether you're fatherless or not, if you could look for some young men, boys, young men, uh, young married men, whomever it is, somebody that's behind you uh, in age and maturity and life experience, look for them and, in, and simply include them into your life. Include them on a trip where you're going. Include them on something you can do with them. Include them as you go fishing. Include them as you as you whitewater raft the Deschutes River, <laughs> include them when you when you go to the rodeo this weekend in Sisters, Oregon. Include them when you go places, and that would that that would do a tremendous tremendous thing in the hearts of fatherless individuals. Once again, first time I ever went to see the San Francisco Giants at the old Candlestick Park. It wasn't with my father. The first college basketball game I ever saw, wow, I, I remember specifically who the two teams were. I wasn't with my father. The first time I water skied, I wasn't with my father. So look for other people that you could include in the ebb and flow of your life and include a fatherless young man uh, along with you in what you're already doing. And I promise you, they, like me, will never, ever forget it and always feel indebted to you the rest of their lives. It's about planting seeds of love in the name of Jesus. And let me also encourage you, friends, that it doesn't have to be anything huge or grandiose. Maybe it's a nice conversation giving a kid a ride home from youth group. Maybe it's a Dairy Queen. Maybe it's uh, Adam's Rib in Salem hosting a microfest and a car show this weekend. Or maybe it's going to Oaks Park for the summer kickoff and Coincidentally, 1041 The Fish is having its 
kick off this weekend at Oaks Park, where you can get your deluxe ride bracelet for only $10.41 a piece. So maybe you can't handle the big trip, but you can handle little things here and there. Or game of ping pong in your garage for crying out loud. It's not so much what you do. It's the fact that you care enough to invest just a little bit of time. Mm, yes, that's very well said. Well put. So, Mike, tell us about your wife and how it's been for her being the wife of the founder of Mike Silva International. Is she holding up okay? Doing okay as a pastor's wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she should be the one. Uh, the question's not fair for me to respond to because she should, she's the one that you want to talk to. So uh, it, it, her name is Crystal. And if, uh, if anybody would like to know the answer to that question, please email us. Go to our website, and, uh, uh, and you, it says something about contact us or contact me or something. And please feel free to email, and she'll, uh, she'll get back to you. But I would say she is, I mean, that girl, Mike, she has been the, she is the third of seven. She's a farm girl from Salem, Silverton, uh, the Salem, Silverton area. And uh, so she's an Oregon-born and bred, multi-generational farm girl. And I'm telling you, I have learned more about life, marriage, ministry, evangelism, the Bible, from my farm girl, third of seven children wife, than I ever did in seminary, that's for sure. She is the love of my life, the dream of my children, uh, son-in-laws and grandkids. She is the uh, she is the one that kind of holds us all together. We just celebrated our 37th wedding anniversary. We went to uh, Cannon Beach, and I mean, she is the the she is the haystack rock of our family. And uh, I can ebb and flow with the tides and smash against the rock and all kinds of things. But the one thing for sure, when you wake up in the morning, haystack rock is going to be there. And uh, that's my Crystal. She has just been sensational for a lot of years. Without Crystal, you don't have as an, as an effective Mike Silva. As, yes. as we get ready to land the plane here, Mike, could you tell us about Guatemala coming up? Yes, uh, November 15th. If anybody would like to go or is interested in going on a missions and evangelism uh, trip with us, go to the website, mikesilva.org. And I think there's something there about Guatemala. If there's not, again, just write us an email. We'll send you a packet or information. Uh, come with us. We would love to be able to have you come this November 15 uh, in uh, in Chela, Guatemala. Happy Father's Day to you, Mike Silva of Mike Silva International, and all of our listeners throughout the area. And thanks so much for listening again to Difference Makers on True Talk 800.